The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Just after the sitting, someone came up and asked a little bit about, a little bit more about how do we work with it when we're going down the rabbit hole? You know, what, what are kind of tools or strategies to, to work with that? And so I thought I'd just say, uh, just do a, a kind of real brief response to that. And then um, tomorrow I think we can look a little bit more at that question. So often what's happening when um, trying to be mindful of something makes it worse or when it feels like trying to be mindful of something just exacerbates it, it pulls us into the pattern rather than helps us to, to come out of it. As I said earlier, it's really useful to notice when that happens so that you can use some skill in uh, not going there not trying to be mindful of something that is stronger than our ability to be mindful. There are times when the habit, the pattern that is happening is, uh, has more momentum, has more power than our capacity for mindfulness in that moment. It may not always be that balance, but at times it is that balance. It feels like the, the pattern or habit is like a tsunami and our mindfulness is this little trickle so the, um, the, the power of the habit um, can just uh, sweep us away. We may not be able to hold our mindfulness there. And so to, to, what, what are some strategies to, to work with that? Um, often what's happening there is that the pattern is kind of sticky. It's, uh, the feeling is that it's almost hard. Sometimes it's hard not to pay attention to it. I said, you know, do the best you can or try to not pay attention to that pattern, put your, take your attention away from it. But that's not always easy either. You know, sometimes it's like a magnet. It feels like that the strength of that thing is so strong it just keeps pulling us back. And so how do we work with that? So there's two, um, two main tools that I um, like to suggest. They're both a form of stepping away of not engaging as much with the the pattern. And again, I mean, well, actually I'll say three because the first, the first thing is to see whether there's a belief that I can't be mindful of this thing. That's the first thing to check in. Is there some kind of an idea that, that this is inherently a problem? And so checking the attitude is the first thing to do. It's like maybe there's a belief that this is... This is um, like sleepiness. It's like I can't be mindful while I'm sleepy, but it's more of a belief than it is an actuality. So sometimes checking the attitude is the first thing to do when there's a really sticky problem. Sometimes when we check the attitude, we can um, see, oh, well, what's actually going on is there's this thing happening, and I've got this relationship to it that's kind of pulling me into it. And when that relationship is seen, sometimes we can actually be with with those two things together 
with whatever's happening plus that relationship. So that's really the first thing is to see, is there something? So I said, when you're struggling, check the attitude. That's the first tool is to, to check that. But when it feels like even checking the attitude, that it's really sticky, that the attention just keeps going back there, maybe the next uh, tool to play with will be... Um, um, to recognize, because when the, the, that difficulty is like a magnet, it's just pulling our attention like that, it sometimes um, feels like that's the only thing that's happening in our experience. That's the big thing that's happening in our experience. And we've lost track that there are other things going on at the same time. And so sometimes we can um, kind of just consciously remind ourselves Yes, that thing is happening, that difficult state or that pain or that um, um, magnetized thing that's pulling me into the rabbit hole. You know, that is happening, but there's also seeing happening right now. There's also hearing happening. There are other body sensations happening. So it's like broadening what you're consciously paying attention to. You might just even cycle through the various senses. So if it feels like you're kind of buried and it's like that's all you can see is that difficult mind state it's like reminding yourself okay yep there's seeing there's body sensation oh there's that thing so it's not that you're trying to not see it or 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 notice it but you're consciously like reminding yourself that there's other things going on at the same time so that like broadens the container so it might it might like for myself i i did this at one point when i had a um, a, a, a low grade but very um, continuous felt like very um, strong um, pull to depression when I was at the monastery practicing with Sayada Utejaniya it was not a strong depression but it was a strong steady mild depression so there was a strength in how potent or how continuous it was and I found myself kind of getting magnetized to that and and those times when I kind of got pulled into it, I would just remind myself, well, yeah, that's happening. Oh, and they're seeing. And there's my feet on the ground right now. Oh, there's that depression. And there's hearing happening. So that, that there would just be this kind of continual reminding myself that there are other things going on. So just like cycling through the senses and touching in what's happening in each of those areas. Um, that can help to like... It's like, it's like, you know, the magnet is going to whatever that is, in this case, the depression. But each time I noticed, well, there's seeing, there's hearing. Oh, there's the depression. Okay, there's body sensations. There's hearing. There's touching of the feet. Oh, there's the depression. Okay, there's seeing. So that it just like let the, the mind step away from that magnetic pole, consciously remembering there's other things happening. So that's one strategy that can be helpful. It's not trying to uh, not see or not touch into that difficult state, but it is allowing there to be more inexperience, remembering there's more inexperience than that one thing. And then there's times when, when that isn't even enough, when it feels like even with trying to broaden the attention, it's just like continually magnetized back 
to that one thing. There we might need something stronger, a stronger demagnetizing, essentially, of the, of the, um, of the mind pulled to that thing. And there, here we can use a... Um, earlier in the, in the day I, I talked about, it's not so hard to be mindful for a moment... We can use our attention. I named some various areas. Notice your feet, your hands. And for a moment, that even that naming of that, we can, we, can, we can be with that for just a moment. And so we can use that capacity of our minds to shift to something for a split second. And so when there's something challenging happening... Um, Often um, the visual field for many of us is a strong area where we can choose to look at something for just a moment and then, um, and then maybe choose to look at something else for just a moment. And so we can do it in a room like this. We'll do it together. Um, um, in a room like this, I like to suggest finding any place two lines come together because that's an easy place for the attention to land. You can, you can identify that place. And it's not like we're trying to like bore in and like really know what it's like to look at a corner. We're just looking, okay, there's a corner. And then pick another one. There's thousands of them in this room, thousands of places where two lines come together. And so what we'll do is pick a corner, pick some place two lines come together, and then after about a second, pick another one. And now pick another one. And it's helpful also to move your head while you're doing this. Pick another one and another one. Connect with a corner and shift about once a second. So let's just do that for like 30 seconds. Find a corner and shift. So I'm curious how that was. What did you notice with that? Yeah, and where are the mics? Oh, there's one here. Okay, we found another one. Uh, I noticed, is that on? Yes. Okay. It was actually rather fun to look at corners. (laughs) Where's the next? What's the oddest corner I can find in this room? (laughs) So it sounds like there's a little bit of delight going on there. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Was it relatively easy to keep doing that? To just pick the next corner, pick the next corner. So this this is, I mean, what I'd say is that what this is using is the capacity that our minds have to pay attention to something for half a second. And then, having done that, we then do another one. And another one for half a second. And another one for half a second. So... You know, it's like not giving our minds time to be magnetized back to the thing that's challenging. It's like, it may, it may feel something like, yep, okay, notice that. Notice that. And then there's this pull. But notice that. 
and then a pull, and then notice that. And so it, it, it's like continually, second after second, almost keeping the attention away from that thing that's got such a strong pull on us. So it, it doesn't have to be corners. It doesn't have to be even the visual field. It might be, you know, rotating between the senses. It might be, you know, seeing, hearing, feet on the ground, hands touching, seeing, hearing, feet on the ground, hands touching. So, so something where you're just rotating experience, something that's easy to connect with, but a shifting of the attention. Because if you choose to do something like, okay, well, I'm just going to, yep, that thing's really hard, so I'm going to pay attention to my breath. There's a couple reasons why that might be hard or challenging. One is that, you know, just turning to one thing You know, like, for instance, if we said, okay, what I'm going to tell you to do is just look at one corner and stay there. The the attention, because um, we don't have the capacity to stay with something, often the attention will then just loop right back to wherever it's magnetized. And so um, uh, turning to the breath, for instance, is like trying to stay there. Again, hold, trying to hold the attention there we may not have the capacity to stay with one thing and our attention will get pulled back. So that's one, one reason the breath might not be uh, a helpful place. And another reason the breath might not be helpful is that if there's a strong emotional component to what's happening, often um, in the emotions our uh, breath is involved. The emotion is felt in this area in the center of the body. And if you um, are trying to use your breath to kind of let your attention come away from whatever is challenging, you may be unwittingly putting your attention right where there's a lot of charge in the body. And so if it's, a, if it's an emotional charge thing, I like to suggest you pick something to attend to that's outside of this central area of the body. So, you know, hands or feet. Um, Sayadaw said he used to do this thing, and, and we can do this too. It's like, you know, put your hands together with your fingers touching and push your thumbs together first and, and know your thumbs for just like a few seconds and then shift your, to your first finger and push that first finger and know that. And then the third finger, the fourth finger, the fifth finger, so that, you know, there's this rotating kind of attention to something else. Again, trying to attend to something for a short time and then picking another thing to attend to for a short time. So this, um, that magnetic pull has a lot of um, conditioning behind it. And um, there's almost a way when we get triggered by something, when something strong is coming up, that um, it's like we've hit some kind of a neurological button that has released something in our system. And each time we're kind of magnetized back to it, it's like we're getting another hit of that, of that thing that's going on. Um, one thing I um, learned from uh, a, a neurobiologist, Jill Bolte-Taylor, um, that those kind of those kind of neurological like releases or like when we get something that triggers us the flood or flush of of neuro neuro 
transmitters through our system um, will last about 90 seconds. Um, but what, we often, what often happens is that the, each time the attention goes back, it's like we're getting another, another button push, another hit of that. If we can keep our attention away from that for even 90 seconds, there's a lot of settling that can happen. And so if you can find something to, like, let your attention go to corner, 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 or, you know, shifting between various sense spaces for even 90 seconds to two minutes to keep your attention away from that very charged thing, there will be some settling that happens. You won't be, like, hitting that button over and over again. So there's a chance for the system to normalize a little bit. Um, and, uh, and then you might have some more capacity to be with your experience without just being pulled into that rabbit hole of experience. So those are a couple of, of thoughts. I mean, the main, the main exploration is, can you be mindful of it? Can you be with it? And give yourself a chance to try that. Um, I think a lot of our difficulty in being with the experience is, one, we don't like it. We think it's a problem because it's unpleasant. But, you know, so let yourself notice that. Yes, it's unpleasant, but can I, can I be with this? Is it taking me away from mindfulness? Or am I able to actually, yeah, this is what's happening and it feels unpleasant. And I don't like it, that's what's happening. So a checking to see whether you can actually be with it. There's, I think we, we, we have way more capacity to be with things than we give ourselves credit for. And so to not immediately necessarily jump to these tools to help you to, um, um, you know, with the belief that I can't be mindful of that. Give yourself a chance to, to see, can I be mindful of this? And if not, then using some, some strategies to help you um, find some stability again. So let's sit uh, again. We'll do... Um,